Warning! The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. You're tuned into K-Pop. It's Life in Korea with your hosts, Scott, Adam, and Phil. It's K-Pod, Life in Korea, and I'm one of your hosts, Scott, and sitting across from me as always, we have Phil. Phil, how's it going? It's great. And sitting beside him is Adam. Adam, how's things? I'm doing well. So that's right, I said K-Pod, so uh, I actually decided to change the name of the podcast. We used to be the Chang Warner podcast. And why did we change? Uh, just for more web finding friendability type thing and we can also be a little more broad ranged on certain things and just cover things we're expanding general. expanding the brand but yeah chang even just saying it you know chang waner chang waner I, mean, I got so used to saying chang waner which is not correct and people point that out. <laughs> I don't see and why they would be annoyed with that. Obviously, uh, not everybody in the world knows Changwon City. Mm. So it's not something that you would go look up. But uh, yeah, K-Pod just came up as an idea. And it also uh, comes up friendly with people looking up K-Pop. Okay. So. They misspell it. It's a good strategy. Yeah. So in this episode, this is going to be all about summertime here in Korea. We're going to talk a little bit about our first summers, you know, the first time that we spent the summer here in Korea, the pros and cons of summertime in Korea, the weather, some festivals and things going on in Korea, possibly uh, some places to visit during the summer if you're here in the summer in Korea, maybe our favorite summer drinks or food or snacks or stuff like that. And also, what's it like working here in the summer, you know, in terms of uh, the work environment, what clothes you can wear? It kind of varies from school to school, so we'll get into that too. So first, we're going to get into our first summers here in Korea. We all came here, obviously, different years. So for me, it was quite a while ago. Mm -hmm. But we've all been here a while, so... Do you remember your first summertime experience in South Korea? We'll start with, say, Adam. All right. Well, I arrived here at the beginning of September uh, in 2007, which is 10 years ago. And uh, even though September is usually considered to be fall, but I think in Korea, especially this part of the country, fall doesn't really set in until well into October. So it was still quite hot here. And I remember... It's quite un uncomfortable, uh, especially because I was teaching at companies, so I'd have to dress in, you know, slacks and like dress shirts and stuff. And I remember it being like really uncomfortable and uh, just being sweaty all the time and just you know being exhausted by the end of the day because you're sweating so much. But uh, yeah, that's my experience the first time. All right, so that was kind of at work. What about outside of work, just in general? Yeah, like outside your of first, your first place you lived. Did you have air conditioning? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, did I? No, I didn't actually. But I did have a fan. I remember. Did you live in an apartment or I did. A house? I lived in an apartment, um, and I remember I had a fan and I had it on all the time. And but no air conditioning. No air conditioning. No. I do now, but not then. Okay. And Phil? Yeah. I was, how about your first summertime experience in Korea? I mean, I feel like Korea. The weather is very similar to my hometown. So I was a little, I was usually, I'm used to this type of summer, I guess. Um, it's very humid 
in the summer, and it usually lasts forever. Uh, so it wasn't really that much of a difference from where I used to live. I think, I don't know, I remember the first summer was brutal, but I think as the years have gone by, either I've gotten used to it or yeah. or it's gotten a little bit better. Global warming, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and for me, I think my first summer, I'm not sure if it was 2001, 2002, but my first summer, I've talked about it before on previous podcasts, my first job here, I lived in a classroom. So was, I lived on the fifth floor of this older building. The whole building was a, a kindergarten school. But I didn't have, you know, air conditioning or anything. I didn't have hot water. I didn't have heaters. I didn't have pretty much everything. I just lived in this classroom, which was a bed. And it had the old window styles. It, was more, it wasn't even windows. Like, they were just plexiglass with the advertising on the outside. Right. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much. I could open windows. But... It was obviously quite hot, and I didn't spend I didn't, didn't spend that much time other than sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. obviously living in the school, so I was out almost pretty much every night, going out to uh, bars and stuff like that. Replaces that hair had air conditioning, so for me it was obviously uh, the it wasn't the heat; it was the humidity. Yeah, do I mean I didn't even have a I only had cold water, so. Summer was good for me because I could shower, mm-hmm. as opposed to the winters when it was cold and I didn't have hot water. Mm. I had to go to uh, like Jim Joe Bong's or bathhouses or friends' houses. Yeah. So uh, the winter, I remember the first winter kind of being a little unbearable for some reason. Mm-hmm. But like Phil was saying, I don't find the summers here that bad anymore. Whether it's because I have air conditioning now or but. You know, getting into the weather in Korea, like around Toronto or, say, Niagara Falls, where I used to live back in Canada, it gets hotter there in the summer, temperature-wise. It does, yeah. But it's not humid. It's dry type thing. I feel like I can can deal with the dry heat, but humidity just... Yeah, I just, I have a hard time, like, I remember previous summers here where, you know, you you get so sticky and sweating all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So you get in the shower and you turn the shower off and you're already getting yeah. sticky again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, sometimes just turn the water off. Yeah. Sometimes I'd shower twice a day. You know, like uh, in the morning, and then I get home from work and I would just be all sweaty and sticky and icky. You know, like sticky, the ickiest. Yeah. So the biggest thing here in Korea is uh, obviously the humidity in terms of weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the average temperature? Would you say it's probably around nineties? It's been pretty pleasant uh, recently. Um, I think this has been the first week it's actually gone over 30 Celsius. Yeah. So far in June, it's been all right, yeah. But I have, I have a strong feeling that next month is going to be I always much feel, hotter. I always feel like right after there was a, a, a large rain, mm. that's when the weather always changes. Yeah. So I'm expecting a, another shower maybe in the coming weeks and it's well, they have unbearable. The summer usually kicks off with the rain season too though, right? The right. monsoon season which I believe is end of June or end of yeah, July. Yeah, it's coming up soon. But I've heard people say that there wasn't going to be one this year for some reason. Mm. No, no idea why but so... Do you think it's a good or a bad thing? I don't mind the rain season. I never thought that it was that much, you know, in terms of rain and stuff. I mean... Right, but I'm saying dealing with the humidity, do you think that it would be less humid if there wasn't a no. rain season? Because there's be. more water in the atmosphere. 
Really? It's actually, uh, I've had a couple of rain seasons here that were kind of more unbearable in terms of sweating and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not sunny and stuff. Right. You still get very sticky. Mm-hmm. So so we have the rain season that's coming up. And after the rain season, it's usually August that gets really, really hot. I'd say August is the hottest month here. Yeah. Similar to most places in Canada or U.S. Obviously, it's different than where? Australia? Australia is summer. Yeah, it's... Is winter there? When yeah, it's, it's reverse there. So, but uh, how you? I'd say people coming from Canada, depending on where you lived in Canada, it's a different type of heat here. Yeah, and there's also uh, a lot of different smells. <laughs> yeah, you know, with Just garbage coming, and uh, street vents and. Some nasty things, but... Uh, yeah, I always hate that, walking up the street, and you just get a waft of that, like, ugh, you know, like, putrid smell. But, so what are some of the pros and cons of uh, summertime here? Like, what are some things, let's just do pros, let's say, what are some of the things that you do enjoy regarding summer in Korea? Well, since it's, if, if the weather is nice, a lot of us will go around to a convenience store, Peony Jum, and just have a couple of drinks outside of there. So it's really nice to, you know, get outside a little bit, enjoy some of the... Because usually, usually it starts to cool off, you know, once the sun goes down. But that's not always the case. Mm. It's nice to, you know, get some fresh air every once in a while. So you like doing things outside. Oh, yeah. Like Playing some sports. restaurants, eating outside, yeah. or places you can... Yeah. Sometimes. They don't have... Uh, there's not many balconies anymore. Right. I know they... Uh, I think they banned them in Sangnamdong about five years ago. Really? All of those places used to have balconies. Because people would side. have too many drinks. and not they, sure the reason why, but uh, I'm guessing it wasn't part of like the uh, the area. The zoning that they're renting type thing. Uh, and it was obviously first floor places had an advantage. But uh, balconies were always nice. That was one thing that I used to like about uh, BK House. Yeah. Right. You know, they had the outdoor. Yeah, small, the, the but so what? Kind of thing, you know, yeah. it was nice. Yeah, I'd and, say also like... Um, Hanging out at the beach or like the coastal areas of Korea is always always good. It's nice weather. So yeah, so beaches, the main beaches that are near here is probably Busan, right? Yeah. So you have Hyundai and Guangali. Guangali, yeah. Uh, which beach do you prefer? I'd say I like Guangali. Yeah. Uh, Hyundai has become a little bit too commercialized. So like, if you want to eat in that area, it's way overpriced. Uh, it gets way too crowded. Guangali, I think, is a little bit more foreigner friendly, and there are a lot of, you know, Western restaurants and bars and things like that. Also near uh, where we live is Gojado. It's a small island, mm-hmm. maybe forty minutes. Yeah, I'd say forty minutes by car. By car, yeah. It's it's nice to get out there, and some of us go camping occasionally. Mm-hmm. So there's always that option. I'm not a fan of beaches. Actually, I absolutely hate beaches. <laughs> Sand. I hate sand. Sand is the worst. And I'm not a fan of hot weather, and I can't be in the sun. Obviously, you know, I, at one point in my life, I was a redhead. Uh, mm. And I burned quite, you know, quite easily. <laughs> You're like powder from the movie Powder. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of beaches and just can't, I can't understand why people like walking around in sand and then getting wet and all over the place. And But uh, obviously the eye candy can be nice, but... yeah. With Hyundai Beach, I've a, I have been a fan. Of, I like Paradise Hotel. Okay, that's where the casino is, right? Yeah, yeah. But you can uh, get like a health club pass. So 
on the, I think it's the third floor. It's like an outdoor. They have three swimming pools up there. Oh, that's cool. One outside, one indoors. I'm not sure where the other one is. Do you remember how much the pass cost? I don't remember. It could be 50. Because I went to the casino. To 100, 100 bucks for a day, maybe. A week or two ago. And if you're going to the casino and you want to drink at the bar at the casino, bring your passport because you need... Well, you have to bring like some sort of identification like ARC. But we didn't bring our passports because we thought we would lose them being mm-hmm. foolish. And they wouldn't let us sign up for the membership card. You need a membership card to get drinks if you're not gambling. Oh, wow. So... But Koreans aren't allowed to gamble either, so that's another reason. And I I could see them maybe asking you. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, listen, I'm 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 an American, and Mm. there wasn't there wasn't much hassle. No, but the uh, the health club place, it's really nice. It's a beach. You know, I can look down on the beach. It's right there. All you do is you just see parasails and. A lot of people type thing, yeah. but it's just, it's not crowded up there. That's cool, man. Waiters, I think I might do that. Waiters and, you know, come over. You, you can lie down on the side of the pool, like on a, what they call them, lawn chair bed things. Yeah, yeah. Just lie there. They'll bring you food, stuff like that. It's that sounds nice. awesome. I think I might check that out soon. And there's a lot, yeah, again, a lot more eye candy up there, too. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, depending on what your eye candy is, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, there are some weird things in terms of swimming in korea you know with regards to having to wear what do they call them swimming caps yeah, yeah. and stuff like that I, I swim maybe three or four times a week and you have to have a swimming cap and goggles i don't think i need one yeah. <laughs> i think they'd still make you wear it though yeah, yeah most I, I have been swimming at a few places maybe they'd make you wear, wear they don't that's the weird thing though like especially some foreigners not every foreigner but some foreigners they have to wear the swimming cap but they literally have like a sweater in terms of body hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So like, why do they not have to cover that? Yeah. Do I mean? But I think some places are doing that where you have to wear like the speedo body shirt type, which kind of makes sense, I guess. You know, if they're worried about hair in general, there are some people with a lot of body hair. Yeah. And pubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you go to the urinal and you just see the, the largest one you've ever seen in your life. It's one of the reasons why I avoid ginger bongs just mm. floating around. And cons of the summer here is obviously, I think it's the same for all of us. It's the humidity. Yeah. My first year here, I wasn't really sure about the public transportation system. So I did a lot of mistake walking and just covered in sweat. Yep. And, you know, once you figure out, you know, the, the, bu- the bus systems or how to, do, you know, talk to a taxi driver, you're walking a lot in your own, your own sweat. So when I go home, I've recently found out that on, on the air conditioning systems, there's a button where you can do dehumidifier. And I think that's really changed my apartment. Uh, in Korean, it's Jaesup. And yeah. so it, it's not just cold air. It's just taking out all the hot air or the the, the moisture in the air, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's made it. I think it's made a little difference with the price of my electricity bill, but it's made my house ten times cooler. Especially if you are drying your clothes, and it will get it will get damp. So it's helping. Yeah, not every obviously not every air conditioning unit has that, but you can buy dehumidifiers. They're common in Newfoundland, like where my parents live. Everybody has to have them because living, cool. living, living on the ocean, it's just... Yeah. I was actually going to buy a dehumidifier last year, and then I found out that there was a button. I'm going to look for that button when I go home today. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good tip. 
Little tip for you. Yeah, I'd you're say uh, the, the humidity. You're, thank you. Uh, the humidity and also mosquitoes. Um, so mosquitoes can be a real nuisance around here, uh, especially when you're sleeping and you hear like a little, you know, buzzing by your ear and then you end up slapping yourself in the face like three times, three or four times a night. Um, I wish there was video of that. You just slapping yourself in the middle Oh, of the night. I get so angry at mosquitoes. Like, is summer mosquito season or is it like just before summer? Or? I'd say it's around, usually around this time. Mm. Surprisingly enough, though, this year... I don't know if it's because I've been lighting uh, like scented candles that might be like you know. What, what scent do you use? Uh, What's your the, go-to scent. Well, the most recent one I got was it's probably uh, those mosquito coils. <laughs> no, it was a Yankee candle, but I forget. I think it was like when you're camping. Mm. It may have been like citronella or something like that. You know, which that's a good one for which gets rid of them. And also, yeah, like sweating. I'm partial to lavender myself. Oh yeah, lavender's great. And yeah, sweating a lot without access to good deodorant or antiperspirant is. Uh, is definitely a con of summer living in Korea. Uh, we mentioned before on an earlier podcast how it's it's difficult to find uh, really good deodorant here. So if you're coming to Korea and you're listening to this, stock up because I'm planning to do that when I go home to visit this summer. I've also switched over and bought some clothes, linen shirts, mm. and that I think that's really helping out this year too. That's it's cool. Really light. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, you can, just, you can just flow. Yeah, flow through the, the air. Mm. Yeah, for me. Besides the humidity, again, it's the odd garbage smell and stuff like that. Obviously, in a highly populated country, in such a small country. It becomes that, quite uh, pungent in some areas. You, you can get some strange smells. So, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I think I think the longer you, I've stayed here, the more I'm used to it. Mm. That first year. oh, I've never had a mosquito problem. Really? Mosquitoes oh, no. don't go near me. Huh. Never, never, powder powder never white skin. I, I have see no it. idea if my blood is toxic or what. Yeah. But I heard a good way to uh, avoid them is to eat a lot of garlic because the garlic will come out of your pores, and apparently they don't like that shit. Yeah. Like they'll. I don't have to do anything. They just don't come near me. Oh, you're lucky, man. What do you mean? Don't I've they? never had them in my house. Never. But when I've had, say, a friend visiting from say Canada and stay with me, yeah, suddenly there's mosquitoes around. Mm. Then they leave. No mosquitoes. Hmm. They just don't like me. Hmm. I've seen videos of. It's probably the greatest superhero I've ever heard of. <laughs> like superhero power. I've seen mosquitoes videos of uh, people like they put people sleep outside in a, like in the jungle, and one person is just covered in mosquitoes, and the other person not not one mosquitoes on them. What's your blood type? Uh, I think O. Huh. Not hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure it's O. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, anyway, so that was the pros and cons. Let's jump into some festivals and things that go on during the summer in Korea. Are you guys big on festivals? Yeah, I like, uh, I like a lot of them here. I mean, aside from the summer ones, I mean, you have the ones in the fall that are quite good. The fireworks the, festival, the, in lantern festival. the lantern festival in Jinju is, is, is awesome. Uh, and I did some research for this episode, uh, so I'm just going to briefly summarize the ones that are available this summer. So if you're thinking of going out for a nice weekend with uh, your friends, you can check these out. Give, give them the hit list. All right. So from July 7th until the 16th, you have the Buyo Sodong Lotus Festival. This takes place in Buyongun County in Chuchangnamdo province. Uh, celebrates the season with an annual lotus flower festival. Here you can appreciate 10 million lotus blossoms floating on the Gungnangji Pond near the Poryongjong Pavilion. 
to get there, you're going to have to take an inner city bus to Buyo, B-U-Y-E-O. Uh, at this festival, there will be traditional Korean dances, plays, uh, traditional orchestra, and many more performances, all related to, this, to the Lotus Flower. So when you get to Buyo Intercity Bus Terminal, take a taxi to Gungnamji. And then, uh, from July 8th until the 9th, we have the Sinchon Water Gun Festival. And this one sounded so cool that I actually, I'm going to that one. I booked a hostel and train tickets and everything. So uh, it takes place in Sinchon, which is a busy university area of Seoul. Uh, What you do here is you defend the neighborhood from alien soldiers with water cannons. Uh, So basically you show up. With aliens, I wonder if it's foreigners. Uh, Get out sure. here, we go. <laughs> Koreans versus foreigners. They didn't specify it, but uh, yeah, there's uh, you. You just show up with a water gun and you just have a good time, I guess. Uh, there's so going to the, be. They're not provided. You have to bring your own. I think you have to bring your own. I mean, you could probably buy them in the neighboring area, but I, I know I'm going to buy one. I wonder if you can cheat. Load, load your water gun up with vinegar. <laughs> Pepper water. <laughs> yeah, and at this festival, there will be uh, seven DJs on flying saucers, which I assume are like uh, the DJ booths are designed like flying saucers. They play music. Uh, to get there, you'll be in Seoul. You, you go to Sinchon Station, exit two or three. I'll put the links to each of these festivals up too. Okay. Or their Facebook links and stuff. So. All right. The next one I got down is from July 13th until the 23rd. You have the Buchan International Fantastic Film Festival had in, held in Buchan, Gyeonggi-do province. Uh, this is a non-competitive film festival that focuses on horror, thriller, mystery, and fantasy movies. This year, 289 films from 58 countries, ranging from family movies to films that deal with social taboos, will hit the screens. Uh, to get there, Buchan City Hall Station, exit one. Uh, all right, the next one. This one's quite famous uh, among the uh, foreigner community, and it's from July 21st until the 30th. It's called the Boryong Mud Festival. Uh, everyone shows up. There's a bunch of mud, and uh, I think a lot of uh, a lot of drinking. Uh, I've never been to this one. Have you guys been to this one before? Or? Hell no. No. <laughs> it's not really. It's not. It's not something that sounds appealing to me, but I know friends who go there and they say they have a great time, but it's just, it's not. I'm not, I'm not one for being covered in mud. Yeah. Actually, my first, one of my friends told me they went uh, maybe three or four years ago and she came back and she got pink eye from the mud. So. Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had a couple who I was friends with, they're from Toronto and they went and they said it was awful because it was raining and they basically were all huddled into like these soju tents. And I guess one of them said, you know, Adam's really smart because he didn't come to this. <laughs> you know, like, this is and awful. that was the only instance of him <laughs> yeah, saying that yeah, sentence. Exactly. But they it, does, said, it does look fun. But it does look fun. It's obviously not something yeah. maybe 20 years ago I would have done it right. or 15. But yeah. obviously I don't like beaches. I'm not going <laughs> to. Someone once described it as being a huge frat party and everyone's covered in mud. So if that's your thing. Go for it, you know. Uh, if you don't mind being dirty. I liked that when I was a little child. Okay. Like look at that little guy. Getting uh I remember playing in the mud when I was a kid, but Yeah. Oh. And uh to get there you just basically find a bus that goes to Boryong and then I guess hop in a taxi and just say Daechon Beach and that's where it is. I think most cities now actually have a uh, bus tours that will take you from yeah. whatever city you're living in. Yeah, maybe. that's true. Yeah, so you could look into that as well. There's a lot of uh, tours agencies on Facebook and things like that. 
Yeah. All right. Following that, we have uh, from July 28th until the 30th, there's the Ansan Valley Rock Festival. This is at Jisan Forest Resort. Uh, I looked at the lineup. I mean, previous acts have been pretty impressive. They've, they've attracted some really big names. This year, I think the biggest ones that caught my eye were uh, Sigur Rós, the Icelandic band. Uh, the Gorillas are going to be there, and Lord from New Zealand. Um, Oh, are, yeah, and in the past, they, they've had things like, they've had people like Oasis and Weezer. I'm pretty sure that's where, uh, what's his name's band was last year. Uh, oh, I can't think of them. Who's, uh, is it David Grohl? Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Foo Fighters. Oh, that's Foo cool. Fighters. Yeah, yeah, I do remember they were there last I year. I think it was this festival, anyway. Yeah, and to get there, I'm assuming, uh, they were, well, they weren't too specific on the website, but I think you just try to find your way to Jisan uh, again. That forest resort. That uh, that festival actually has bus tours from most. Okay. You know, major cities in Korea. There's probably you can look it up and yeah, buy a package type thing to go to the festival. I think it's what two days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right so that's uh, that's that one, and then the next one I have down is from August 11th to the 13th. We have the Incheon. Pentaport Rock Festival. Uh, this takes over Pentaport Park to treat revelers to an international lineup of rock and electronic-based bands and musicians. I looked at the lineup for this. I didn't recognize any of the bands, but I'm sure some of them are pretty decent. So, I mean, if you want to do that, check that out. It's in Incheon at the uh, Pentaport Park. Yeah, I'm sure. It's cool to see Korean bands and stuff. I mean, out, oh, of, for sure. out of any festivals and stuff in terms of like mud festivals and stuff like that, I'd much rather go to a concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up. Not necessarily a DJ concert. Like, yeah. I'm liking this video here. Like, yeah, that looks I'd, I'd rather that looks like listen fun, right? to a more into rock, obviously, than a lot of other types of music. Mm. So. Electronica. Uh, okay. Maybe. Next one, uh, August 26th. To the 27th is the Daegu International Body Painting Festival. Ooh. Uh, this, event, <laughs> this event hosts a competition for body painters to display their talents in different categories using various materials. Spectacular living works of art are judged, and winners are announced throughout the festival. Oh, so you, you don't just go there and people, like, rub you with paint? No, it's, it's you know, it's, uh, they try to make you look, ooh. Yeah, they try to make you look, uh... Kind of like tattooing, ooh. maybe. Yeah. Um, Scott, you want to go to this, man? Uh, it's looking okay so far. It does look fun. Yeah. And to get there, you go to Daegu. It's at the Koran Outdoor Music Hall in Daegu City. Hmm. I, I noticed this one has five stars <laughs> on, the, on the rating system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of people are interested in body painting. I didn't. Days. I didn't know about this one until this year. To, it does seem like. I wonder if they're naked. They probably have pasties. Yeah, like nipple nipple tape. I would be into uh, doing some of the painting. Yeah, for sure. Or at least clean up. Hey, now. It's family friendly, <laughs> sir. We're here for the artists and Food the Food coloring the part. Art. All right. And the last one I you got. Should, you should just show up with like a paintbrush. I'm like, all right, uh, I'm world renowned in, in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Painting like a Zulu man. Uh, the like uh, stick figure. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a Kermit the Frog on you. <laughs> stick figure, yeah. <laughs> All right, the last one I got down is from August 26th until September 3rd. We have the Muju Firefly Festival. Uh, this takes place in the pure environment of Muju, a natural habitat for fireflies and the marsh snails and the fireflies feed on. The festival offers many attractions and activities, but the highlight of the festival starts after 8 p.m. when the fireflies begin to light up the night sky. To get there, you want to take an intercity bus to Muju Intercity Bus Terminal. 
Again, that's August 26th until September 3rd. These are the festivals that I looked up and the most noteworthy ones that seem like uh, seem like you'd have a good time at. So, so you say you're going to do the, the Water Gun? I'm going to do the Water Gun Festival. I was thinking about maybe doing the uh, film festival as well, but yeah. then in August I'm going to be home for three weeks, so I'm going to miss miss out on the other ones. Oh. So, yeah. But you're, you're considering the film festival? Yeah. I would, I would also consider that one. Mm. It does sound good. I've been to uh, the Busan Film Festival, but not any others mm. in terms of uh, wherever that is it, was. Is that the Biff Busan International yeah. Film Festival? Yeah. <laughs> the Biff. That one's like been has garnered a lot of uh, like good good names in the yeah. past few years. Yeah. I can't remember. I think the year I went, it had that uh, Super Size Me. Yeah, yeah. The McDonald's movie. Yeah, yeah. he's been here that's for a such one. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that old? Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, definitely a while ago. Hey, he's but. a West Virginian as well. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. But uh, I, I like I like film festivals. In terms of summer festivals, maybe concerts. I know there's also another you know big concert put on by one of the major banks here in Korea. Mm-hmm. Last year they had like a Metallica, Limp Bizkit. Mm. And you know, just a variety of different bands. Ah, Limp Biscuit. So uh, you know, concerts like that. It, that's that one is usually August fourteenth or whatever that holiday is in August. Okay, yeah, fifteenth, I think. So it's like midweek type thing mm-hmm. usually, and so it's impossible to go. But it's definitely a uh, hot being in a crowd outside. Yeah, I think it's usually at Olympic Park in Seoul. That Firefly Festival sounds pretty cool, too. Somewhat. I Seems mean, like we, a, we have a lot of fireflies back home in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this seemed like it would be like a really romantic thing, you know, to take your significant other and, you know, have a few drinks and watch the fireflies. Swallow some fireflies. Swallow some fireflies in your soju. But uh, stay tuned uh, for in the K-Pod because I'm planning to... For the for the fall season, I'll also be doing some research killing for these fireflies. Festivals. Yeah, killing fireflies and just looking, uh, giving you the rundown on what's what's available in the country uh, if you want to get out of your city or town for the weekend. Or comfort zone. There you go. I wonder if people would freak out at the festival if you just start smushing fireflies on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so gross. I used to do it as kids. Yeah. But- you see dog food as a kid. Go, 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 around, <laughs> go around with your face glowing. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if they're sacred. Probably not. It's a weird photo. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Is that I think fireworks? It's, uh, nothing to do with fireflies. Yeah, it looks like a, a catching people on fireflies. All oh. right, so have you guys been anywhere or done anything in the summer that you can remember other than... I went to a water park a couple years back. I was going to mention. Is that the one in Gimme? Uh, I'm not sure. There's a couple. Um, yeah, they're uh, California Blue, and uh, I can't remember the one. The it's like Lote World Park. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty nice. I had a really good time with some friends there. Um, obviously, there's the slides and the the wave pool. Mm-hmm. But the downside is you do have to wear a swim cap and you have to wear a life vest at all times, even if you can swim. Yeah, that that can be kind of annoying. But I say for me, the highlight was you know having a couple drinks, like just. We stop and go to like a little like cafe or bar, mm-hmm. pound a couple of drinks, and then we went into the the lazy pool. Yeah, and we would you know grab some inner tubes and just float down the river. And then that got kind of old after a while, so we just started racing each other and mm-hmm. dunking one another in the pool like little kids. It was it was awesome. Yeah, Korea is uh, pretty well known for water parks now, like having some of the best in the world, wave pools. 
YouTube slides, all kinds of different things. You guys uh, do any there's one water in, parks? Uh, there's I one in Jung Yoon now, right? Yeah, there is, yeah. Opened two years back or maybe last year. I, uh, I have yet to do a water park experience here. Yeah. It's fun if you like the water. But I do like going down. I mean, in the summertime, I like going down to those southern islands. Like you mentioned Goje earlier. Mm-hmm. I also like going to Namhae and places like that. It's quite nice in the summertime. Oh, it could be very overpopulated and like amusement parks, water parks have a lot of people. So yeah, could be long wait in lines. Also a lot of people peeing. People in, <laughs> in water pools. <laughs> in wave pools? No, Adam. I know a, a lot of people probably do. Adam, do you I, pee in no, pools? No, I don't. Never? No, never. You've never peed in the pool? No. Well, I don't, I don't believe you now. No, well, maybe when I was a kid. Yeah, Okay. Now I get out. I trust right. you now. But wave pools can be uh, quite crowded. Like I'm showing one right here, and uh, that's quite dangerous, yeah. especially when the waves start. Yeah. Little kids get it's caught in the mix. Literally a sea of people, let alone. Uh, so there's water parks, oh, which wow. are obviously, again, is becoming more and more populate, or populated, popular in Korea for something to do. Yeah. <laughs> nah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I typically... Uh, go to the theaters a lot more. See a movie. Mm-hmm. Just Summer to, blockbusters. Just to yeah, so we'll, stay out of the heat, man. We'll get it's into real drag. Maybe next. Let's get into uh, ways of beating the heat in summer. <laughs> Other than... I, I don't know. Staying home, obviously. <laughs> beating the heat. Yeah, just stay home. Not beating in the heat. I mean beating the heat. <laughs> just stay home. If you have air conditioning, yeah. which I'm guessing is probably 100% now yeah. with most jobs or... Well, my, my air conditioner is only in one of one room in my house, so like my bedroom doesn't have air, air conditioning. Mm. So mm. I just have a fan constantly on in the room, just trying to... It's insane how hot it is sometimes. It's really hard to go to sleep. I don't know about you guys, but I love sleeping in like cold temperatures. Yeah, like so cold. Where I know it's terrible for the environment, but I, I just like having it so cold that I need a blanket to sleep yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I have a fan on my head, air conditioning going, everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, in Korea, I sleep with my windows open in the winter because you don't have to worry about mosquitoes. No. Especially in the winter. Well, they're all dead oh, in, the in the winter. winter. In the winter, I'm sorry. In the winter, I love like I love sleeping in a room where you can see your breath. Mm. If it, you know, even back in Canada, I have the window open a crack in the winter. Speaking wait, uh, speaking of winter, did you guys feel like it was a little colder this year in, in the past years? Or no, it's pretty much the same for me. Mm. I think yeah, I'm just becoming an old man. I'm just like I don't like cold. And I don't like hot. Mm. You know? Not for me either. I just I don't like find any winter here that cold. So good way to beat the heat is just stay hydrated. You know, like uh, I usually have some water with me in the summertime, and you know, at schools they usually provide you with uh, watermelon, which I think can be quite refreshing. Subak, subak, yeah. So let's just wrap this up with maybe uh, what people can expect in the working conditions here in Korea in terms of the summer. When I first came here, there were jobs that obviously you couldn't wear shorts and stuff like that. Right. Have you guys ever encountered? I've never been able to wear shorts. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon in a lot of workplaces here. I, I think some schools are a little bit more lenient with that kind of thing but for the most part i mean you, you, you your best bet is to check with your boss your your principal your vice principal or your hogwan director uh to see what uh, what's acceptable in terms of um dress apparel yeah you can wear where i work now you can wear shorts oh yeah really? but i don't you don't like you're not a short guy yeah i'm not a short guy mm. 
I don't like wearing shorts, but I am wearing shorts right now. I'm not a short guy either. I'm actually quite tall. Oh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible chuckles. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so sometimes private schools have it. I think public schools... Like yourself right now. Yeah, I can't wear shorts. Yeah. I don't think Koreans are very sweaty people. No. But I am probably one of the sweatiest per- persons in the world. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it, it can be difficult, especially if you're in a, in a school where maybe the air conditioning's not working. I went to my first year uh, at a Hogwan, and like one room had a really good air conditioner, and one room didn't. So, switching back and forth. It's just insane how hot it can get sometimes teaching and you have to stand up for you know maybe an hour at a time and just i just sweat yeah it's weird almost every place i've worked at in korea there's always that one classroom that kind of sucks in the summer Mm. it might have air conditioning but it's just for some reason is a lot hotter than all the other classrooms and it's not fun being in but most schools and work environments these days do have air conditioning yeah. Obviously, I, I didn't have that my first couple of years here. But or then you have like these kids like, teacher, I'm cold. I'm like, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it, kid. <laughs> yeah, that can be annoying. There's always that one kid in class that's like, teacher, I'm cold. Well, you need to start bringing a jacket or something, buddy. It's like, well, you're wearing a tank top and shorts. I can't Just warmer. <laughs> Just warmer. It's summertime. <laughs> you guys have any favorite drinks or go-tos in the summer? Uh, summertime drink? Like a mint julep. A lemonade's quite refreshing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Lemonade? Lemonade. You ever do like the uh, Arnold Palmer's? Yeah, those are good. A little lemonade and... Iced tea, right? Iced tea, yeah. sweetened tea. Yeah, Arnold those Palmer. are good. Arnie Peas? Oh, also uh, CK, you know, the traditional Korean uh, drink that has rice in it. Mm, That's yeah, really yeah. refreshing when it's nice and cool. It's kind, of, it's kind of bizarre at first. Yeah, the first time I tried it, I was like, oh, there's... But now it's quite refreshing. Yeah. I like it a lot. The aloe, the aloe juice with like the aloe pulp. Yeah. Catch you off guard a little bit. Like, what, what, what's in here, man? Mm. Yeah, for me, seasons weather has no effect on my diet or what I drink. Yeah. No, nothing at all. There's nothing, something that my go-to thing in the summer. I might drink water more. Yeah, that's always good But for nothing you. out of the norm. I Cold know. nooders are pretty good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Nengmyeon. Nengmyeon, no. yeah. yeah it's Moon just nengmyeon. too weird. It's just too weird. Yeah, I didn't like it at first either, but it, it grew on me. I eat it quite regularly now, especially in the summer. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest difference is I, I think I switched to iced coffees. Okay. In the in the summer. Yeah, those are good. Uh, been drinking a lot of teas. This hot gesu. Mm-hmm. Some was it Korean raisin water? Yeah. Which sounds really really awful, but it's can be refreshing and yeah, good, it's good for good. hangovers. It's very good for hangovers. Yeah. I think uh, when it's actually the official day of summer in Korea, a lot of Koreans like to have samgyetang, which is a kind of like a chicken soup with rice. Yep. It's a whole chicken in soup with that's been stuffed with rice and some was it ginseng? Ginseng. Or? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. It's a nice, refreshing and. A lot of people, I'm not a big fan of it, but a lot of people like the bingsu. Pak bingsu. Yeah. It's red like bean, shaved ice. Shaved, and, shaved ice, red yeah, beans. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Red bean is not Cereal, a dessert. Cereal, ice, and... Yeah. The pot. Some fruit. Yeah, it's not, not the greatest, but... <laughs> it's Koreans, not for everyone, Koreans but... love it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially kids. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it at all, though. But they also have, like, there's cheese bingsu, where it's, uh, like, cream cheese or chocolate or... Oh, I haven't heard of that one. There's all that kinds sounds of... good. Uh, I think I went a couple weeks ago, and they had, they had mango bingsu. So mm. there's different variations on it, but the the original is probably the one that is for more adventurous folk. <coughs> so that's summertime in Korea. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. 
And if people want to get in touch with Adam, how can people get in touch with you? You can reach me at adam at changwater.com. And Phil? Uh, Instagram, Phil Way Stan. Okay. And if people want to get in touch with me, anything Changwater in terms of uh, social media and stuff, the Changwater is still existent. It's kind of just going to be a, you know, just an entertainment type thing. But the name of this podcast has changed to K-Pod, so... But emails are still the same. You can get in touch with us at scott at changwonder.com or phil or adam at changwonder.com. Not together, but... Yeah, you want to share an email address? Phil or adam at changwonder.com? Could do. So pretty much everything in terms of that is still the same at Changwonder. So. And if you're interested in being a guest or have any questions, just email us at podcast at changwonder.com. All right, that will be it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of K-Pod. And would like to remind you to please share, like, comment, or leave any kind of feedback you like on iTunes or the website, Facebook, or whatever media you're listening to us on. If you would like to be a guest on the show, uh, please contact us at podcast at chinewater.com or get in contact with us via any social media. Tune in for our next episode. And until then, remember, please share and keep listening to K-Pod to find out more on life in Korea. Thanks for tuning in to K-Pod. Stay tuned for our next episode. 